This is exactly right. Forgive me for interrupting. I'm Bridger Weiniger, host of I Said No Gifts on Exactly Right. Each week, I invite my favorite people in comedy over to chat, and they always bring a gift. We're coming up on our 200th episode, and every episode is a gem. I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Babs Gray. And yes, there is a Mrs. Bean. It's my clit. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. I'm really proud. I'm proud. Uh, you should be. That one's really good. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, I'm Brandy Posey. And are you even in a relationship if you don't have a picture of your significant other sleeping? No. Mm. So true. <clears throat> I'm Tess Barker. And oh, good. I'm addicted to Pilates, which is only a little bit more expensive than a literal cocaine habit. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. It's, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're wrapping up the year with a hot <laughs> show. A hot. To- but like hot. hot- yeah, hot like a toddy or a hot chocolate, yeah, or like great. not like a oh, not like a sweaty I'll, hot. I'll tease like, this. Yeah. We got we got some tea talk in this up. Yeah, yeah. We we, talk we do have some tea talk in this episode. <laughs> yeah. If you yeah, if you were wondering if you were going to hear about some tea, I you will. You're going to hear about tea. <laughs> yeah, there's some tea. There's, um, there's we some should tea say on. the tea on us and where you can see us mm-hmm. live yeah. is we're going to be at San Francisco Sketch Fest in oh January. God, so Very yeah. excited to come back to the fest. Um, we'll be there January 20th and 21st. We're doing a stand up show on the 20th and then a live podcast on the 21st. Is that right? Or did I get that? Yep. Yeah, 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 right. right. You're right. <laughs> yep. so, um, so go to Sketch Fest. Yeah. Don't work. Rest of our dates, you can find them on our website. LadyLadyComedy.com. Yeah, all of our stand-up dates are on there. So go see us. Come see us in your town, hopefully. Um, And then, oh, yeah. Also, we had an amazing listener reach out to us um, about volunteering at Planned Parenthood. And we just want to let you all know that you can do that. You can volunteer to be a clinic escort, which is like a super amazing important job to do. Mm -hmm. And um, you basically, yeah, you're helping people, you know, not get harassed walking to and from the clinic. So you're you're great. And so if and you want to, they, and they're needed, they reach yes, out because very much the more so. people that escort, the the easier it is for everyone. So do it. Yeah. If you've been thinking about doing it. Yeah. Do it. Here's your sign. Here's your sign. Here's your sign. <laughs> um, you can go to PlannedParenthood.org and they've got links there to volunteer, and we'll also put the links in our episode notes. So, yes. you know what? If you've got a resolution, if you're thinking about resolutions for next year, what a great one. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, absolutely. Be of service in 2023. Hey, human rights in 2023. Hey, mm. no one's thought about that for resolution <laughs> in quite a while, actually. <laughs> That's probably, the, actually, I'm going to put a moratorium on all other resolutions. Yeah, until... I think we should all collectively choose that <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah, human rights 2023. <laughs> um, we have a really fun episode ahead of you. We have a co-host of Pod Crushed. On the show, um, the show where they talk about middle middle school teen angst and things like that. And she's also a great artist. And we just had a really fun conversation with her. So please enjoy our hang with Sophie and Sari. So excited to hang out with another third of Podcrushed. <laughs> Sophie, <laughs> Sophie and Sari, hi. Hi. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, thank you for hanging out with us. We have had two thirds, so we feel like we're doing very good. On <laughs> yeah, we'll see when we can get Penn on. Would it yeah, work yeah. for him to be on Lady to Lady? Yeah, know. yeah. Oh, we have boys on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very, it's a very special uh, boy elite the, club. The, yeah, it's yeah. elite. Like it, it's <laughs> few and far between, but we do yeah. it occasionally. It's a real I badge see. of honor. Um, they go. They have a long questionnaire they have to fill out ahead of time, but they do because <laughs> yeah. they want to be on the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you got to put yeah. on the work. Exactly. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> so where are you coming to us from, from L.A.? Yeah, I live in L.A. Um, just for the last two and a half, three years. I moved during the pandemic, actually. Height of the pandemic, like June 2020. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, from New York, though. And New York was really intense at that time. Oh, and then it got worse here after. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We moved from one epicenter of the pandemic to another epicenter. Yeah, but uh, it was such a game changer to be able to be outside and and in the sun. I I do feel Mm -hmm. like I was thinking a lot about like friends in New York during that time and just like, oh, my God, like I can't imagine you're just all like stacked on top of each other. And it was a lot. It was rough. I I will (laughs) say, though, like I've always been like, I mean, I'm I'm very LA I love representing LA but I'm always like oh I hate New York people are like oh we have more grit or whatever I'm like good job it's like hard for you to go to CVS who gives a shit (laughs) but yeah yeah but during the pandemic yes we had lovely weather here the entire time you could be outside Mm -hmm. our stand-up comedy scene completely shut down those motherfuckers were doing blizzard shows <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah we completely had the yeah. outdoor option and we were like no i mean no. people weren't doing anything <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 and i will say at the time i was like it somewhat i was grateful in some ways that like because i always had this theory of like can't we all just decide to like take a nap or something like that yeah. but, <laughs> you know like for when sure you're, when you're constantly going 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 and you're like uh if i stop whatever so um, but now I'm feeling the effects of that where I'm like, wait, did everything restart? Cause I feel like I don't know what I'm doing. And yeah. I was kind of complaining to my boyfriend about it last night. And he was like, yeah, you know, like some things really reset. And I was like, well, I'm not 25 anymore though. See, so I can't I reset. I'm not resetting. It's not an option. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. that. <laughs> I feel like in some, like some people were able to reset and then some people and for some industries, it's just like a shifted to a completely new way of life, which mm-hmm. I think is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, I think for this, it's, you know, it opened up the like, it's so interesting that none of us considered Zoom as like a 
thing that you would do that often and now it's like the norm and i don't i'm like wait why were we using this before it makes shit so much easier <laughs> i know when someone asks me to go somewhere in person i'm like oh really it's like oh now it's a whole it's a special day occasion yeah i gotta see you in 3d that's a whole new d <laughs> yeah <laughs> especially because yeah. like well i'm my latest addiction has been stand-up paddleboarding and now if I have to do anything on the west side, then I have to also go stand up paddle boarding. So I'm like, I'm making a cross country sojourn. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Getting in the oh, Wait. Tess, you just tweeted that Pilates was your new addiction. So I've is it, had, are they in? I got a lot of new addictions. There's a lot. They're coming together. Both. That's a lot. Yeah. I'm yeah. very addicted to both. Those are healthy addictions, I Thank think. You. Yeah, yeah. No, these are good. That's a good place to be. I was in the West Side last night. I did a show in El Segundo and mm-hmm. at a brewery that had a bunch of hats that just said the gundo on it. And I was like, don't <laughs> love that. Try to, don't try to make this happen. <laughs> the gundo. Like yeah. That's never gonna happen. Morning yeah. DJ. Yeah. Stay, Stacy and the gundo. Come yeah. to you. 100%. <laughs> I was like, hey, gundarinos. Is like how I. <laughs> so no, 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 no. Is this working for you guys? Do you that's guys- like, oh, I don't know if you guys ever lived in New York or have spent much time there. But mm-hmm. there's, you know, across the water, across the Hudson in New Jersey, there's Hoboken and yep. Hoboken's like kind of a cute town, but they, I, I, for some reason, my first year of college, I worked in a cafe in Hoboken. Cause I had, it was my friends who owned the cafe and they gave me like my first job in college. And I was like at, at the counter and this man had a shirt that said like Hoboken, the sixth borough of New York. And I was like, no, it's not. Like, no, it's definitely not. (laughs) Connecticut, the state that's also New York. It's not, it doesn't (laughs) work that way. That said, I did over the summer declare (laughs) Las Vegas as my favorite Los Angeles suburb. Oh, no. <laughs> that's fair. I feel like that's, that's totally that's far. Fair. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Honestly, yeah. I feel I I am less stressed out by the idea of going to mm-hmm. Vegas than I am going to Santa Monica. <laughs> I get it. I get the it. parking's better. That's for sure. I, yeah, <laughs> I totally get it. It, it. The vibes are very different. Yeah. <laughs> the journey, the destination. Yeah. yeah. If there yeah. was a Southwest flight to Santa Monica. <laughs> you would take shocked they haven't incorporated this yet. There was there was for a minute cuz remember that uh weekend where they shut down the 405. This is man Oh this, yeah, this, LA Sophie, history. This is how this is how crazy LA gets when they're like they were like it was like a whole deal. They shut down this freeway for the oh, weekend yeah. and everyone's like you can't get to the other side of the city and people were doing like dinners on the freeway as just to cuz they wow. could. But there yeah. was a flight from Burbank to uh Long Beach which would get you to the other side of the freeway and then you could rent a car no over way. there if you wanted. I remember Wait, so it was just for a weekend. Yeah. yeah. It was like they were treating it <laughs> yeah. like it was the millennium and like everything yes. was about to end. Yeah. And we did Big know Y2K how, vibes. It was like yeah. very, yeah, thank you. I could not think of Y2K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it, it was like very just like, this is it. Like it's <laughs> happening, everyone. And it was just like nothing, nothing, it, nothing happened. Oh, it was so fine. funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a big, a big old deal out here. 
and guys, I don't know what they did. I'm thinking of, <laughs> I was just thinking of murderinos. Do you guys have names for your uh, listeners for Pod Crush? Do you have like fan? We need to we come, we have have come up with tried. We have yeah. tried. Yeah. We, I think the closest we've come is Pod Crushers. Actually, Nava and Penn are set on Pod Crushers. I don't want to <laughs> adopt it yet. I'm holding yeah, yeah. the process. I just feel like we could come up with something better, you know? Right. Cause it's like such an exact, like, yeah, just a little bit boring. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's hard to yeah. come up with your like. Did Lady Gaga come up with little monsters, or did the little monsters come up with little monsters? Mm. Good question. That's such know. a good one, Lady Little Monsters. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's so good. We we did ask people um, mm-hmm. what like for ideas, and there were some good ones, but we just couldn't all agree. Like, I feel like I have a different taste from Nava and Penn. Yeah, in this regard, <laughs> yeah, yeah. do you have any faves? I can't remember. remember th- I can't remember them. I, oh, one of them was like uh, the angsters. I actually don't want that one, but like because it, it's about you know name, teenage right. years. Teenage. Yeah, I thought that was cute. <laughs> um, no, I can't remember them. I need to look back. We we did like a poll on Instagram, but <laughs> nothing yet. If anyone from the lady to lady audience has an idea has an for idea. us, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even, they, we even come up with one either. So yeah, I like to just call our fans what the fuckers. Uh, <laughs> I think you guys. I'm going to steal from Taylor Swift. You guys are sexy babies. Oh yeah. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Sexy baby. That's what she calls her fans. It's, sexy no, baby. It's, no, it's, it's a line. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> she feels like everybody's a sexy baby, and she's a monster on the hill. <laughs> uh, why don't we call our fans the monsters on the hill? No, that's not. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Sophie, we talked to Nava a little bit about. Oh, sorry, her entry into like Pod Crush. She came from like a you know middle school education background. What brought you to that subject matter? Yeah, actually, it's it's kind of a funny story. I was also I was teaching fifth grade um, for three years in New York and. I loved it. I loved teaching. I loved kids, but it was also really hard. I feel like it didn't suit my skill set so much. Like the, I love being with the kids, but you know, planning, grading, all the administrative stuff was really wearing on me. And then the mm-hmm. pandemic hit and I was teaching during the pandemic mm-hmm. and that was a shit show. Like that was really oh my terrible. God, I can't imagine. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, it just kind of stripped away all the things I loved about teaching and magnified all the things I hated. And so I, we were planning to move to L.A. for my husband's work. He's a musician. And actually, I was talking to Nava. I was We both lived in Brooklyn at the time. And my husband and I, it was during the pandemic, we did like a, a goodbye tour on these little like electric scooters. And we just like drove around our neighborhood and mm. said bye to people on their stoops. And I was talking with Nava and telling her... Um, I was planning to to transition out of the classroom, but stay within education just because that felt like the only thing I could do. That's what I went to school for. And uh, she was like, you know, I feel like you've talked so much about feeling burnt out. And if you're transitioning, you should really do like a a full transition. Use this opportunity to go into something completely new that you really want to do. And uh, I just never conceived of that before. I never thought that that was possible. And uh, we just had a short conversation. She's like, what would you want to do? I said, I think I would want to be in media randomly. And she was like, well, what would, what role would you want to have? I was like, I don't even know what roles exist in media, honestly. Right. And then my husband was like, I feel like you'd want to work for this company that we knew of called Soul Pancake. They no longer exist actually, but they made like positive 
positive media. Yeah. 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 And uh, I was like, oh, that would be a dream. And that was it. And then a couple of weeks later, I moved to LA. I was like waking up at 5 a.m. to do to teach remotely in New York oh to finish God. the school year. It was hellish. And then I got an email from someone at Soul Pancake who said like, oh, I- I'd seen some videos you've put on YouTube. And my videos on YouTube had like 200 views. You know, I was just putting them up for fun. And uh, they're like, I, we saw some of your videos and we'd love for you to do some work with Soul Pancake. So it really, I don't know if I believe in manifesting, but Whoa, it really, <laughs> it was really Damn. like crazy. Yeah. So I ended up making videos and then through those videos, Nava saw something I animated, like very rough animation. Mm-hmm. And uh, she had this idea for this podcast. And so she reached out to me and David, my husband, um, and she's like, maybe we could animate the stories. It's like, it's moved away from that. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was how she kind of pulled me into the podcast. Oh, I'm so, so grateful. Cool. I love it. And I love that story because we get a lot of listeners right into us with sort of that question of like, oh, I'm feeling burnt out in this job. I'm, I'm scared about making the leap. Um, I think once you're already yeah. adulting and like full blown, not in college anymore, that is like such a scary transition to make. I mean, do you have any totally. advice for people that are sort of staring down that decision or, or flirting with the idea of making a change like that? Yeah, I think one thing reflecting on it now, like I would have, none of this would have ever happened if I hadn't been putting videos out online. Right. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you, I could look back and say like, Oh, wasn't I, shouldn't I have been embarrassed to like put up these videos that no one was watching or like, I, I guess I would say like, use your extra time to, to create or do whatever it is, the thing that you want to do and yeah. to be like, telling people about it, like to put it out there mm-hmm. so that people know you're doing it. And then, you know, someone might reach out someone in the right position at the right time might be interested in what you're doing. But I think, yeah, just even if you don't have access to do it, like professionally, just, just putting, putting it out there so people know. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times, like there's women particularly can be sort of uh, cultured in a way that like we're not, it doesn't feel comfortable for us to talk about things that we're working on or like talk about Mm -hmm. ourselves or our projects. Um, Yeah. And I I think it's good to, to sort of press into that discomfort a little bit and like talk yourself up. Like talk about what you're working on. Oh my God. It's so hard. So hard. Like I'm always doing so much stuff. And then when someone's at a party, like, what are you working on? I'm like, oh, it'd be like embarrassing if I actually said like how much stuff I'm working on. Yeah. (laughs) I I know. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's important for women to like professionally wingman each other a lot. Like it's like if to get in the habit of just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you what they're doing. Uh, And then they can, because to hear it through somebody else, I think it's also nice to be like, oh yeah, I am doing all of those things. That's what I should be saying. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm like trying to think, figure out doing a special next year. And um, Simone, who I'm working with, is like to be a director. She was like, we were talking about the venue. And I was like, mm-hmm. we actually, will you reach out to them? Because I just feel like you're going to be way better at like describing this. And yeah, I was like, thank God she did it. Because like, what am I? I'm not going to yeah. come and be like, hi, uh, here's my, you know, the shit I've done. But it's like, why? Yeah. I should be proud yeah. of that. But it's like impossible for the words to like come out of my mouth sometimes. Yeah. And then I I'll know. see people on Facebook post stuff that like, um, you know, is like, <laughs> I'm, I don't know. Just, just I'm say like, it. Okay. It sucks. You know, yeah, it's not. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, you're you're proud of that. Good for you. Um, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. What a thing to be proud of. Congratulations. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, like they're going to milk that. And I should be like milking the shit I've done, but I'm just like, so yeah. it's so tough. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. Have to, mm. I have to like go back just a moment to the teaching fifth grade over Zoom. Oh my and God. I just yes. have to know what the fuck was that like? Like, were the kids able to be engaged at all? Or like, what did you, how did you do it? Yeah, good question. <laughs> so tough. Uh, no, they weren't able to be engaged. It was really hard. Yeah. Most of it was like hounding kids down. And um, yeah, they went from like, you know, I mean, also the school I taught at was incredible. And they, um, they had two focuses. One was on anti-bias education and one was on like, engaging all learners. So every classroom had students all across uh, the like learner spectrum. Like we had Mm -hmm. students with autism. We had um, students who were hearing impaired. We had students who were in the general education, like stream, you know, everyone was together in this one class. Um, And so that made it so much hard. That's like such an incredible thing when you can be in person and you can really like Mm -hmm. tailor lessons to specific kids. But going online with that kind of Mm. scenario was really hard. Um, And a lot of kids, like some kids didn't come, you know, depending on what their family life was like and what their home Mm -hmm. life was like, some kids didn't come to school for like three months. Um, They just didn't log on. I'm like, what do you do? like calling families, but like, they're like, I don't know. I have four kids. It's hard. Like I can't, I don't even have enough devices to put them on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. What a nightmare. Yeah. You're like, how many, if they're in this corner on class, they're going to be next to the other kid in the exact class. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. I remember I had like a nervous breakdown. Like I, (laughs) I, my principal who is like, who I interfaced with a lot. She called me one day and she was just like, take a week off. She's like, I'm going to teach your classes. She like took over, you know, she's a principal for like third through fifth grade. Yeah, it was so sweet. It was a very supportive school. But yeah, it was, I mean, that gives a picture of what it was like. It was so hard. And and on top of everything that everybody's already feeling about the world, like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't know what's going on. We thought it was going to be for two weeks. And it's just like the uncertainty of it all. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was hard. (laughs) Yeah, it's it. I don't know if it's, I would use the word comforting to describe it, but like there is some piece to me, like the fact that like everybody went through it, like every kid. Yeah. Like no kid has the advantage over another kid of not going through that. But as I'm saying this, I'm like, never mind. Rich kids had little collectives that they were. Yeah. Yeah. They had their little. Yeah. 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 But it'll unite I, everybody else. So. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but for some reason, TikTok has put like, you know, sometimes it'll put you and give you an algorithm that you're like, yeah. why are you yeah, showing totally. me this? Yeah. 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 How lately, dare you? Yeah. It's been giving me like teachers that are fed up. I'm getting. getting Were you ever a teacher? No, I, so I don't know where it came from. I must've watched one and then it like, but like now I'm thinking with this discussion, I'm like, great. My phone is going to be like, Oh, she loves this. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It's it's honestly so sad. Yeah. I think like the, the brain drain is what you call it of like, teachers who left the profession Mm -hmm. during the pandemic is really honestly very scary. Like it's already 
you know, pretty scarce yeah. <laughs> industry, but yeah, now I'm, I'm a little nervous. I think, I mean, there's gotta be some shift, right? Like teachers have to be paid more. It has yeah. to become more attractive. Like there has to be more mm-hmm. support anyway. Yeah. A million percent. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Teachers and nurses, we're going to have to figure that out sooner yeah. than later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know my mom, my mom quit uh, or not quit. She retired a year. She was a teacher for a first grade teacher and she retired a year and a half before she was planning to because yeah, yeah, first grade over zoom. Oh my God. Forget it. (laughs) Yeah. Fifth grade. At least they have some independence, but first grade. (laughs) I don't even know. I can't even imagine doing in first grade. Like what is the, what's my mom taught kids how to read. I mean, it's really important age. Like, (laughs) yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's devastating. And yeah. <laughs> anyway. Shout out shout out to all of our teachers and nurses. Thank you guys yeah. for yes. obvious I mean always, but we especially lo- always, yeah. but we yeah, we love you and we heart yeah. you guys, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. We're gonna go find an apple for y'all and we will be back after <laughs> Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. And I'm Sophie. And uh, we're going to play a game and, you know, get to know you a little bit better. And you get to hear one of our great theme songs, too. Yeah. Our shortest one, maybe. This or that. This or that. This or that. Oh, I love that. Who did the production on that? It's actually really cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, we did it. Yeah. Wow. That's <laughs> impressed. Thank you. Yep. Garage band, baby. Over, <laughs> over, over, not over Zoom, but we would each record a track and then send it to the next person and kind of just like oh, I love that. patchworked it all like together. Round robin. We can yeah. make a new jingle. I like making jingles. We actually have one that I found a while ago. My friend Dave, Dave Irish, he made us a track called Ladies Revenge that oh, we just right. haven't, we've never put together. Oh, well, we got to do that. So I think there'll be a, there'll be a new theme song debuting in 2023. Great. Um, yeah. So, Hell yeah. Just, just so need, everyone Yeah, knows. we need some newbies. We, I think this or that's the last one we did. So yeah, this is good yeah. motivation. Exactly. Okay, um, as you heard, it's a pretty simple game. This or that, <laughs> no wrong answers. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Sophie, sort by price or by rating. Ooh, uh, I, like on, online what kind shopping. Of online shopping. Just online shopping. Oh. If you're looking, if you search something, is it by price or by rating? Price. I'm. Yeah. I feel like I'm a little cheap. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I just being realistic, man. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's not cheap. It's just like what I don't have much to work with. <laughs> I yeah. Think the problem I feel like is when I you do that, it like shows you stuff that's like barely associated with it. That's like three cents. And then you're like, I got to find the thing. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I go by reading. Oh, <laughs> to, the, to, the surprise, to the surprise of no one, Tess Barker goes by rating. Well, I feel like oh, good. No, I think that you're a less like discerning purchaser. Like I like obsess over like, is it going to be this thing or this thing? And blah blah blah. And I feel like you go for it without. Yeah. Do you do you? Yeah, you just yeah. go for it. Yeah. So There's that no, makes that makes yeah. a difference. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Think yeah. About reckless it much. abandon. Reckless mm-hmm. abandon. But also, like, I do feel. 
that when I do, if I don't, I, 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 take, I take ratings pretty seriously because I do feel like you can lowball yourself to the point where you end up like having to buy a second thing or you have to go to the store yeah, to return true. the thing. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I agree. There, obviously, yeah. there's that sweet spot in the like middle where it's like yeah. getting mm-hmm. good ratings, but it's well priced. Yeah, I I don't know why, but I just realized I never trust ratings. I just assume that it's all bots. Who I kind of that's that's <laughs> usually how I feel. Yeah, where I'm just like, all right, because I'll I'll try to go to like a third web, a third like a, a different yes. website than the website to try to figure out like oh. what people actually think about this. Going to yeah. a third location. <laughs> yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Third location for my reviews. Never follow a shopping cart to a third location. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they won't let you leave the parking lot most of the time. <laughs> for example, okay, but here's what I do. Like I needed a new teapot because I did something mm-hmm. really stupid. I what'd you, what'd you do? <laughs> <laughs> Spill the tea. Spill the tea. Yeah, so the most ant discussion of all time. What did you do to your teapot, Tess? <laughs> She's out of frame. Yeah. She's losing oh, it. Oh, you guys. So I had a beautiful La Crusette teapot. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like, you know, I'd finished for the day. Sean was still at work. So I ate a weed gummy and then I settled in for housewives time. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, I'm going to make a cup of tea for housewives. So I like turn on the kettle, go to start housewives. The gummy kicks in. I'm like just so cozy and feeling so good. And then I start oh. like smelling something burning. And I'm like, oh, mm, God, that furnace. I really got to talk to the landlord about that. <laughs> and I just no. watched the entire rest of the episode of Housewives go into my kitchen. There was oh, no. no water in the kettle. And yeah. my empty kettle had been subject to direct flame for a full hour oh, it was no. entirely like singed black like all okay. the way around Ooh. okay i have a question you were a dare commercial you turned into a dare <laughs> yeah That's so funny something similar happened to me tess mm-hmm. and i it was like a copper pot that i love so much and we've just kept it like how, how is there a way to clean it okay <laughs> haven't used it oh it's yeah all over oh that's a good question i i hope so i mean i know that you can descale a teapot this is a totally different issue but i know that you can mm. descale it with baking soda so i yeah. wonder okay. if you use like um baking soda and vinegar if that would act as sort of like a debriding agent yeah it might it might Make i don't volcano. know i feel like when those yeah. get really burned they're like you're kind of fucked yeah done. great yeah. Yeah. hey excuse to buy a new tea so it might I add Googled, a smokiness to it. I Googled best teapot. I found a blog where they reviewed 10 teapots and I bought the best one. Nice. Now you're okay, not doing electric kettle because I feel like that's above uh, and beyond. I don't, know why the I, like, I don't know why I don't like the electric ones. Oh, man. They're so fast. They're gr- yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Convenience. But uh, do you use wire cutter? Do you know about wire I cutter? I love wire cutter. Yeah. yeah. My husband, you're like my husband. He's, he will, it's kind of annoying at this point. Like <laughs> I'll be like, we need X. And he's like, well, let me just check on wire cutter. I'm like, just look for, just find just your own thing. Find you love. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but wire cutter, like you can trust their reviews. Of it's like, true. It's, you really can. Yeah. 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 And oh for my stuff God. like that, like a teapot, I use my teapot every day. Like I want the yeah. best one. Right. You know? yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we've become like very, gadgety I don't know if gadgety is the right word but just like there's more machines in my house than there used to be and um oh wait when does this come out actually sorry I'm realizing I can finally talk about <gasps> being on Price is Right okay oh my oh, yeah. god sorry backtracking <laughs> yeah, yeah. because um 
I was on an episode of Price is Right. I did not get called down, unfortunately. However, oh. it was a stock, stocking stuffer episode, and they gave the audience like one of each thing that the people won. Oh, so nice. We won all this free shit. You it did? Yeah. What'd you get? Oh What'd you God. get? Yeah, tell won, us. So it was all gift cards and stuff. So yeah. the first one was a gift card for $250 to a candle place, which. Whoa, I damn. Bought, yeah, I bought more candles than you've ever seen in your fucking life. And then <laughs> I have these are all over my house and I'm obsessed with them. And then like there was like a hot, uh, there was a, um, thing called heat holders it's like gloves and stuff that are really warm mm-hmm. uh and then we got like a two-day stay at a hotel in san diego and damn oh my god yeah this is good stuff no it was yeah. fucking awesome and so at the, at the beginning they're like you guys get candles and we're like okay cool and then it was so funny how we got greedy so fast because ah, yeah. of course <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and then we got this. Co- I'm t- I was talking about gadgets because we got this coffee machine. Um, that's basically like it's interesting. It's like a single serve one where it grinds. It grinds like a single serve coffee for you, but mm-hmm. it also will do one of the pod things if you want. Which I'm not like a pod person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's yeah. grinding us. It's basically it grinds you like a pour over and it makes it like mm-hmm. middle faster. Wow. So I kind yeah, I was like, this is fucking dope. Uh, and, but it was so funny because we were like, "All right, what do we get now?" And at of the course, end, you know, yeah. <laughs> and then someone at the end, like they were, he was like going to win twenty five thousand dollars, and we were like, "Well, they're going to give it. They're going to give us like five thousand dollars. <laughs> like they're going to, they have to give us like." <laughs> you know, oh my god! They did not. Um, yeah, but yeah. 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 Anyway, I was I was it was on on the twenty first, so you'll definitely see me if you watch it. But it was a really fun episode. And now, yeah, I've got this like coffee thing that I never would have bought. Um, but is it? Yeah, you, we use it like every day now. Um, That's so awesome. Say? Yeah, but we get a oh so <clears throat> so I I bought a Peloton too like in the last few months mm-hmm. and I'm not using it as much as I would like to you know but Adam's like barely using it and the mm-hmm. other day and he's the gadget guy he's always like buying different shit the other day he brings down a jump rope <laughs> and he's like I bought this I th- <laughs> I always thought it was fun to do in school it's good cardio and I was like. Mm-hmm. And I was uh-huh. like, we do you we see just, the do you see the yeah. Peloton? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see that guy? Fancy little yeah. exercise bike over there. What if? Like, yeah. And he's like, he'll only ride the Peloton to like do it through like cityscapes. And I'm like, take a class. He's trying yeah. to take a class. Yeah, the classes are so it's fun. It's just like a weird, he's being like, I don't know, he's just being like, I don't know what's going on. Anyway, so it's funny because he's so into gadgets, but then he was like, I got this jump rope like, and I'm like... That they had since like the 1800s. The most old yeah. school. Yeah, yeah. Doing some uh, analog uh, yeah. <laughs> cardio. Right, right. It was very funny. It's hilarious. Yeah, so that's my... Also prize right... God, I was so annoyed because like, you know, they interview you before you go on yeah. to see if you're going to get on. And mm-hmm. I was like... Very excited to try and get on the fucking show. Of course. The, the women right before us, the cluster of women, were so fucking annoying. Literally, the the woman interviewing one of the women had to tell her to stop talking. She had to move on to yeah, the yeah. next person. And then she was like, oh, wait, I forgot about this. And she was like, yeah, but I need to talk to this guy. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. she was like, I oh, need God. to move on. Uh, you. She soured the, the batch around well, you. And then when I, when I like, you know, they started talking yeah. to me, I was like, hey, I'm from Salt Lake City. And then that fucking woman goes, go Utes. And I was like, she like interrupted my like thing. And then I was yeah. like, yeah, I don't give a fuck about football. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I didn't say that. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> so I yes. like, got really like bitter and I was like, oh, I'm not getting on the show. <laughs> oh, no, she ruined it. Yeah, so uh, fuck that random ass lady who's super fuck. nice. Football too. She, yeah, she didn't, yeah. <laughs> she didn't get 100%. called on them. Um, <laughs> good, good. <laughs> yeah, I that would have been the worst part. There's probably a fun moment as as that producer where like when you have like those horrible That's annoying people yeah. to be like, no, yeah. I know, no, no, you'll wow. never get it. Like, yeah, I I can feel it. I can feel it. <laughs> I want that job actually. Yeah. <laughs> no, you could. I, the woman was. Brandy's like, leaving the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I need to get, reject people That's from the places, job. right? Yeah, well, she was. She wasn't even the one Feels interviewing great. people. She was just sitting back there making notes, like you knew she was the grand decision. Maybe. Yeah. Oh this yeah. Is not that, but I got this gig when I was like in my mid twenties, where I had a girlfriend who was a casting director. And, like, she got sick or had some kind of a family emergency and, like, needed me to fill in for her mm-hmm. as her, at her casting job. And she was casting this HBO show that got made. It was called Generation Kill. Do you guys remember mm-hmm. that show? Mm. No. Okay. I helped cast that show for a week. <gasps> Wait. And what, what was the show? Like, what is it about? Um, it was an HBO show. It was based on a book, but it's about, like, I, th- I want to say the Gulf War. It was about, Oh, it like, wasn't, like, a reality show. Okay. No, it was a, it was a scripted show. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh... So it happened to be my birthday the week that I was casting. And like Mm -hmm. the day that we were having the auditions was my birthday. And all day long, I had the most beautiful men just (laughs) kissing my ass. Every 15 minutes, a different hottie kissing my ass. It was like (laughs) such an awesome birthday. Your casting couch moment. It was. Nothing happened. It was just like fun to like have that power position. It was like wow. I like they really like. I matter to them. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You should have. You should have made singing you happy birthday part of the audition process. I'd also like to hear a happy birthday. Uh, at no the reason. end of, of your monologue, I thought you were going to say, like, you let them all know it was your birthday and they were all telling yeah. you happy birthday. <laughs> oh, I did. I mean, I wasn't, like, shy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I made it clear it was my birthday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We have super tangents, but. Yes. I love it. Everything, so, was, perfect. Ne- everything was necessary. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. This or 100%. that. Stretching yourself too thin or feeling bored. Stretching myself too thin. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm clean of that. I'm like, <laughs> I was telling my husband the other day, I was like, I need to stop accepting job offers. I will like accept like freelance, you know, like yeah. short gigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then halfway through, be like, I can't do this. What was I thinking? <laughs> um, always, yeah, no, always. What, what mm-hmm. are we thinking our time actually right. consists of when That's we're saying yes I to don't these know. things? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, have you met all the other days of your life? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What makes you think that you have time for that? I know. I know. I I get like excited. I'm like, yeah, I could totally help you with that. I can make this video, and Mm -hmm. and then no. I know. I've been I've been like bad about that in the past where I've said yes and then had to back out. So I'm like trying to be really a lot better about it. So I'm not. I don't want to be flaky. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. But it's just like, of course, you want to. Yeah, do everything. Um, yeah, you might be the mix. I, I don't think... think uh, go ahead. 
Oh, I just yeah, I think like when your schedule is kind of like fluid or can change up a lot, too, yeah. you can uh, overestimate the amount of free time you're going to yeah. have in the future. Because you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I've always been able to like, I'll just focus on that for a couple of days. Like not remembering that the mm-hmm. other 15 things you said yes to are also going to have to be done. Exactly. That's it. That's the thing. I think going from a job like teaching that was so structured to now like being a freelance artist, working on a podcast, just yeah, doing like yeah, yeah. six yeah. different projects at once. Yeah, you forget that they're all happening at the same time. It's mm-hmm. so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also yeah. just don't think I've, I don't think I've like genuinely felt bored in like 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> like, There's like no a genuine moment of me. true boredom. Yeah. It's yeah. Oh, I have. You know what? <laughs> that new Star Wars show that. <laughs> did you keep watching even though you were bored my husband is like super into it thank god I went to bed early last night and he finished it but I kept telling him I'm like <laughs> I hate every night he'd be like the Star Wars show is so great and I'd be like I hate it I have no idea what's going on nothing has ever bored me more I I don't know who these people you are you watched the whole season <laughs> <laughs> what's the Star Wars show what show is An- Andor some Andor. new show that everyone oh, yeah. Yeah. likes yeah, no I can't idea. keep up. I was like I a huge Star it. Wars fan. I'm like, I do not have time for no. all of this shit. <laughs> no. I've I've been released from Star Wars. I've been released from yeah. Marvel. I'm I'm out. I'm out yeah. on all of it. A new Marvel <laughs> thing comes out and I'm like, no, baby, we're done. Oh, Iron Man no, no. could not Iron give Man's less of a fuck about Dead. Anything. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I and the thing is like I don't yeah. think it's like if you're you know, yeah, have this kind of like lifestyle. For me it's not yeah. boredom. It's it's worse than boredom. The other alternative is not boredom. It's paralyzing depression mm. or paralyzing. Mm. Yeah, I have yeah, so yeah. much to do. I'm yes. scared. I can't do it yes. all. And so it's not boredom. It's more like, uh, like, it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. A, yeah. a hum. Yeah, you're still staring at a wall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> different feelings. Yeah, is boredom something that's like reserved to to people who don't have responsibility, you know, like, like before yeah. you're 18. I, yeah. Maybe. I think it's like only yeah. for 13 year olds. Basically. Yeah. 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 You're bored. Yeah. You're bored as a teen and that's about it. Like, I mean, and I even don't now, know. like teens have phones. So no. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. You're right. I, did phones solve boredom for teens? I mean, they probably pretend it didn't, but it did. No, I'm sure they still feel bored. You know, I've, I've gotten to a point where I'm on like TikTok or, or something, and I feel—I don't know if it's boredom, but I, there's some kind of crippling <laughs> feeling that comes over me. That's what's I'm important. Like, yeah, is there's some do kind this. of crippling feeling. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, if yeah. you guys want to get bored, Andor on Disney Plus. Okay. Bored Andor. That's Tessa's official. <laughs> 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 okay, let's do one more of these. Let's see. Um. Oh, okay. Attend a party or host a party? Ooh. I'm going to have to say attend a party. Mm-hmm. I I like the option of an out. I do like hosting. My mm-hmm. husband especially loves hosting. Like we are a good tag team. Like I'm good at socializing and then he will like be making drinks and, you know, he's like yeah. the hospitable one. That's great. And um, yeah. But I do like to have an out. I, I love to be around people, but my social battery can kind of like die quickly. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I love to be able to be like, oh, I got a thing. 
yeah, yeah. Give up to. yeah same yeah. I think like especially now you're you hit a limit and you're like I'm done yeah. there's like no yeah. Yeah, yeah there's no like in between the like I'm done and I want to be yeah. there so you kind of have to just bounce yeah which can be hard if you're hosting. I think I was thinking this question. It's like, well, if you like parties, you probably like both of these things. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think there's yeah. But I think also- I think crashers don't like to host. I think party crashers <laughs> oh. like to just scavenge. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> That's very real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love hosting. I've always loved hosting. I feel like I like having you know a place that's like. Uh, where we've had many experiences and stuff like that but um it definitely you know you get exhausted as you get older but that's what's nice too about just like from friends over because it doesn't matter you're like whatever yeah. uh-huh. we, don't to, we don't have to do anything yeah or we can just like sit here and watch whatever it doesn't you know it doesn't have to be yeah, yeah. a thing mm-hmm. um i do miss my three-tiered punch bowl though and i need to get a replacement at some oh, point <laughs> i miss that too i forgot yeah, about your three-tiered it was fun punch yeah ball. the light up i used to do these shows in my house like stand-up shows um called one two punch and then we had this light up punch bowl that like everyone would oh, just gosh. pour booze into and became this like insanely strong like uh drink <laughs> but I can't find like they don't really have another version of it, so I need to find. Oh, one. what happened to it? What happened to the yours? When I had broke, um, oh. I think I might still have it, but like I'd have to get someone to fix the motor or something like that. Uh, oh my gosh, a motor! Yeah, yeah. yeah so like, the motor ran, moves the liquid. Motor right? moves the liquid. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is just getting more and more advanced. <laughs> I think you're a good hoster. <laughs> oh, she is. Yeah, yeah. Fast yeah. was a good party. Yeah. Yeah. No, we Fast used to do that. And then we would have a wall of TVs that I got in like Goodwill that would all be playing like different weird like what? shit and stuff. I mean, this mm-hmm. was a while ago, but yeah, I like you. It, you have to have That's different so zones. Cool. It's good to have different zones, I think, yes. if you're mm-hmm. doing a party. Different zones, <laughs> things for people to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, not a full-on activity, but, yeah. like, things to comment on. We it's also, like, yeah. Yeah, we would hang up, like, a piece of paper and everyone would write something on it. And, like, I have all these. I need to do something with them because I have all these, like, fun, like, giant rolls from, like, parties of the Aww. past. Yeah. I should, I should figure out a way to, like, like I don't know, put them onto, like, a canvas, like, decoupage them onto something, you know? And that's, yeah. like. Oh, that'd be cool. Sure, that's a project yeah. that will never fucking happen, but it's nice to think Until <laughs> you have something important to do. Hey! Yeah, yes. yes, exactly. I got to put that yeah. at the top of my list of things to do when I don't want to do things I should do. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you have, to have two simultaneous yeah. lists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's, I mean, your parties sound incredible. They yeah. are. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I need to not- take a class. <laughs> I would, oh my god i would die to teach a yeah class you should teach that. a class on hosting because the thing is for me the reason i don't like to host so much is because i feel like i take on every like i feel so much stress i want people to have a good time i'm like overly anxious about how people are experiencing the evening yeah, or yeah. The, whatever yeah. the thing is but it's probably because i'm not putting enough thought into like zones and no, things I mean, to comment that's, on but that's the anxiety still there too of course yeah, yeah. that's yeah, I yeah. Think, be there. to me that's the downside of hosting is that you yeah. never fully get to like take off the host hat yeah. that's what's like, tough and i've had to like you have to really consciously remember to like stop that and mm-hmm. be present but it's yeah. extremely hard to do so yeah yeah i mean but that's you know life yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Just right. be present. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to take a moment to just breathe and we'll be mm-hmm. right back, everybody. 
everybody. We're back on Lady to Lady. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. And I'm Sophie. Thanks for joining us, Sophie. Um, We are going to do some lady problems. Thank you to everybody who writes in and calls us and sends us your lady problems. We appreciate you. And if you'd like to be one of those people, why don't you give us a call at 323-6BUT30 or ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. I love that. <laughs> it just keeps on giving. Yeah, yeah. A little surprise at the end there. We oh, need yeah. to go back and listen to our. I, I can't remember what our original one sounds like. It was a little more like disco y. We changed yeah. it at some point, but I'd like Because it was not like. We stole that. Right. Music. We like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someday we'll play it and listen yeah. to it. Yeah, um, yeah. All right. Let's Pretty do the fun. first one. Hi, ladies. I am calling with my lady problem today because I have recently got engaged and we are really excited about that. Um, and my fiance really is feeling like she wants to buy a house. And we have been talking about buying a house for, uh, I don't know, a year or so. We have met with realtors, all of that. And it just doesn't, to me, feel like the right time with kind of everything going on in the world. And I'm just struggling because I don't want to, I don't want to, and I also don't feel like I really can draw like a hard line of, no, we're not doing this right now. And like, really, like 80% of me feels like it's not a good decision right now. But there's still this 20% that's like, well, I don't know, like if the right thing comes across, but anytime she wants to get serious about talking about house buying, I like feel it in my body. I get stressed. It just feels like a no from me. And so I'm just trying to navigate this without like being controlling, but at the same time, like she has more money than I do right now. So I don't know. It's just complex. Help. Thanks. Oh, that's so tough. Mm. Um, Well, can I just say, yeah, like I, my husband and I have been trying to buy a house for like a year now. Um, It's an extremely stressful, frustrating, anxiety-inducing process. Tedious, nerve-wracking, everything. Like it's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, we still haven't bought something. Like I'm still in it, you know? Um, and so, so you have all that to look forward to when you, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's not yeah. like maybe she's in the same boat. Like so they've talked to yeah. realtors yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and I'm not on the other side of it, but I feel like that's kind of the process. Like it fucking blows. Mm. What, so, are you guys like, are you guys like regularly always looking at stuff or are you at the point where you're like hoping, you know, I, I, I actually, we took a break because it was getting to be too much. Like I had to take a break because it, it, I mean, it was, because it is, it's super time consuming and it's emotionally really exhausting because Mm -hmm. it's like this really crazy thing where you're like, you're picturing your future. You're picturing your future. You have to have like such a strong feeling about a place to like put an offer on it. 
mm-hmm. you also like simultaneously have to be very emotionally disconnected because like there's a very high chance that you're not going to get the place. Right. And so mm-hmm. you're kind of in that agonizing limbo. Um, and you're, you're, and you've got to make these huge giant ass fucking decisions based on somewhere that you've spent maybe 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, oh my gosh, that's, so that's true. You yeah. know, like it's crazy. I feel like they need to, I was thinking about that because you also just like don't know what a place is actually going to be like until you live in it. And so it's like, yeah. I know it's not possible, but it's like so unfair. You can't do like a two night sleepover. Yeah. yeah. It's like, no, I for need to real. Like, be in here. It's like, what if there's some weird fucking like, I don't know, bird that is, is always yeah. crying yeah. out. You know, whatever shit you don't yeah. know that What's could happen the- at the place. Well, and it's like, na- na- I always think about neighbors because it's like, you should be able to meet the people that yeah. you're going to be spending the next 20 years of your life next <laughs> to. have a little profile of yeah. the neighbors also. with. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. I have a friend who recently bought an apartment in New mm-hmm. York City and not a cheap apartment, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, they didn't realize until they moved in that on this particular block, the traffic at a certain time of night for like an hour or two hours, it's just like honking sirens, uh, like Jesus. just mm. nonstop. And it sounds like, you know, you're, you're pretty like high up, but it sounds like it's in your apartment. Uh, and yeah. And they were saying like, they just didn't know. They just yeah. didn't how know. Because know how could you? They come at a certain time of day. So like, there's all these yeah. things that you don't know. And it's so much money. Like, yeah, yeah. Buying any house or any apartment, any mm-hmm. property right now is so expensive. So I totally understand where this person is coming from. It's just, it's going to be stressful. It's like a big decision. It's a big investment. Yeah. Yeah. And you have that cold feet is like totally, I mean, I, I, I told my husband, I needed to take a break because of that reason. Like I think cold feet and, and just wanting to say fuck it is like a very normal response Mm -hmm. to that process, especially because like, if you're like a normal person right now, I mean, um, I'm very like, cause I'm trying to buy a house. I'm like reading every article about the housing market and things like that. And like, it used to be that um, on average uh, new ho- uh, homes were being sold to first time home buyers. 40% of all home sales mm-hmm. went to first time home buyers. It's now down to 20%. Yeah. So, Whoa. Yeah. That's can make you feel really not empowered or like <laughs> yeah. super awesome either yeah. because you're competing against people that are like just buying investment properties and paying for shit in cash. And you're just like yeah. trying to scrape together your savings and get a fucking place to live. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. 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 So. I don't know. That said, I don't know. Maybe because I don't know. I, I kind of feel like get in as soon as you can. Like if you have the means to buy something, I don't know, like the best time to buy a house is five years ago. So like, yeah, I don't know if you and your fiance have the means like and, and get in somewhere and like just start building equity. And and a good piece of advice that one of my girlfriends gave me is like, actually don't think of this home as your forever home. Like mm-hmm. your first home is just for you to start building the equity so that like maybe five years down the line, you can get a bigger house. And like, maybe that is part of what makes it so overwhelming. It's like, Oh, I'm going to live in this place for 20 years. Maybe you won't, maybe you'll live there for five years, turn it into a rental property and get somewhere else to live or whatever. But, but you do start to, it does help you a lot financially to own Mm -hmm. real estate. And so I think the sooner you do it, the better. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I like, I, I identify a lot with this listener as far as, you know, Adam and I talk about like buy, trying to buy a home someday. And as soon as we bring it up, my stress level goes to like mm. a thousand because yeah. I just, I'm like, yeah, yeah, right. You know, I'm just like, there's, mm. is that like really a possibility for us? And I just kind of like immediately like stress the fuck out and I don't even want to think about it because it's too stressful. 
But mm-hmm. I also have to give him credit because I think that he is thinking of our future and thinking bigger than me. And mm-hmm. and like knowing, not knowing, but like being like, it's going to be okay. We are going to figure these things out. And like this, mm-hmm. this is a part of our future. And so I think that I tend to shut it down because I can be, I'm somebody who has a hard time with change and has a hard time knowing that like it's going to be okay or whatever that is, you know? So yeah. I think you need to like look at yourself and kind of just ask like, where is this coming from? Is it from being scared of, you know, and I, you're, it makes sense of course, financially, if you're worried about that yeah. a, a thousand percent, but also just kind yeah. of like try course, to analyze yeah. it and see if there's an, if it, there's anything else coming up with it as well, you know? Cause I think that sometimes I'm like, well, I don't deserve this. So why would I even, you know, think about it basically? So mm-hmm. I think that there's definitely some of that stuff that can get mixed up with it. And it sounds like what I would do is like just kind of like write down all of the reasons that you're freaked out. And I would just have a very like honest one-to-one conversation with your partner. I'm sure you already have, but maybe there's a few things you've missed or maybe there is some of that anxiety, you know, that you're not realizing mm-hmm. coming from something else. And yeah, have that, have that conversation and then like, you know, decide like, are we, yeah, I, do I want to take this leap right now or not? And I think that, like Tess said, I mean, there is a chance that you could definitely go for it and do it. Or maybe you just say, look, I need just like three months off to get my head together and then let's like Mm -hmm. look at it again. Yeah. You know, but I think, yeah, that's that's all I have to say. (laughs) I think that's great advice. Yeah. No, I think I think so, too. I mean, it's like very frustrating that we like do live in a world where it's like, yeah, equity and all this stuff does fucking matter like for to get ahead like in your future and stuff. It's like. Yeah, it's 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 it, it fucking sucks and it's incredibly frustrating, but it's also like um, you know, it's also like an investment in like your relationship too. You know, mm-hmm. it's like look at this thing that like we're the only two people that get to do together and get to like build and you know. That's true. Yeah, know? I think it's nice to remember that your partner is thinking of that those types of things probably yeah. and like. That's where, at least in my relationship, it's like, oh, he's the one like thinking about this stuff. And I'm just kind of like in the zone of like, like, will everything ever work out? You know, and mm-hmm. it's nice to have someone who's actually like, yeah, it's going to. <laughs> yeah. 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 And maybe her partner will be able to allay some of those fears. Like, mm-hmm. I think it I think really it comes down to trying to figure out what are the things that you're anxious about? Like you said, Babs, like making a list or trying to figure out, is it just general anxiety? Like, are there actual concrete things that I'm nervous about? Or do I just feel stressed about how big the decision is? And if there's concrete things like sharing them with her partner and then um, allowing her partner to be able to discuss those with her, like maybe there's things that she could share that will help alleviate some of that stress, Yeah, you know, just like talk through why it makes sense. And I a wonder if percent. I, yeah, and like yeah. if it's a budget thing, because I think oh, it's so scary financially, right? Like so scary. Yeah. But like I do think sometimes like looking at the hard numbers can allay some fears because it can yeah. make it real. It's like right. Oh, what is our but how much can of a mortgage can we afford? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Once we do that, okay, then we will have money for groceries and vacation and whatever. This is what gotta be what our mortgage payment is. And I think right. having that be a specific number kind of takes away the Scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Yeah, for sure. And I, I like I hope you don't have any like guilt around like your partner being the one that makes more money or anything like that. Like, you know, you guys are in a partnership and you bring a lot to the table. It might not yeah. be like the same financially, mm-hmm. but like there's a reason that you're in this relationship, you know, and that they yeah. want to start this kind of life with you. 
Oh, that's so sweet. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's yeah, true. it's it's really true. I mean, money is a, a, a necessary evil one in the world. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, it's just a it's just one factor and what makes your relationship work. Well, There's a lot of a lot of rich people that are very unhappy. You know, you're doing yeah. something that ain't money that's making this work. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think to that end too, you know, just because your partner's gonna be maybe contributing a little bit more financially to the house, like that doesn't mean you have any less say. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like you guys are partners like that. Don't Mm -hmm. let that be a deterrent to you voicing your opinion or or being very clear Mm -hmm. about what you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Good luck. It's a nightmare. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah. All those nice things. It does suck. Um, Let us know where to send the giant six by six portrait of the three of us to hang above your fireplace once you get... Can I be in that? Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it'll just be a, it'll just be the zoom. zoom. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just screenshot it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right, I think we got one more. one more. Hi ladies. Uh <laughs> I actually never believed I'd do one of these, but here I am doing one of these. So my lady problem is that I'm currently getting over a boyfriend, an ex-boyfriend. We broke up almost a year ago now. Um, we were together for about two and a half years. We met in college. And post-college, we were supposed to move to Arizona together. Um, I moved out here by myself, basically. And he came out here for a while because he has family here. And while he was out here with me, we, like, did a bunch of psychedelics together and kind of, like, just did, like, a bunch of relationship therapy. FYI, I'm a therapist, and he was practicing to be a therapist. I don't know if he's doing that still or what, because we haven't spoken in about seven or eight months now. Um, I thought we, like, resolved all of our problems because we did all those drugs together, but maybe it was just the drug stocking because he went to California to go see if he wanted to be a chef because he got a job as a chef over in California. Um, And then he was supposed to come back in either September or October back to Arizona. And we were supposed to see if we wanted to be together again or not. But I haven't heard from him in months, and I have this feeling that I'm just never going to see him again. So I'm lost. I'm scared. I'm confused. I'm lonely. Um, Yeah. I don't really know how to get over this. Anything, honestly, would help. I love you guys. Bye. Oh, gosh. oh no. That is so hard. Honey, I'm so sorry. There's the nothing. Fuck? Oh, my God. I like there's nothing like connecting with somebody in a in a way that you're like, oh, my God, like this has really changed things like this mm-hmm. is it. And then they <laughs> ghost you like I have been there mm-hmm. and it's just it makes you feel so crazy because mm. you just are like, did that? Did we? Uh, yeah. You think like, did that just happen? Like, what the fuck is going on? So I'm so sorry. I just want to say, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's like think- added like the heightened of like the last couple of years too. It's like, yeah. it feels like that time should count for like triple. Mm, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I think honestly, it sounds like you're kind of almost there, but I feel like you need to like, like let this go in a way that like, like, 
don't, this is going to sound terrible, but like kind of like let go of the hope. Like let yourself yeah. grieve this loss. Like it's a loss. Yeah, like this yeah. was someone that you had yeah. a really serious connection with. And like that was real. And like that time was real. And that was a life experience that informed who you are as a person and, and, and changed you. And that will, yeah. you know, you guys will always have Paris. You'll always have the acid <laughs> in Arizona, you know? And like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, but like, I think you need to give yourself the time and the space to like accept that it is a loss, mm-hmm. feel it as a loss, like be sad about it and then like release it. Like whatever that means, like whether it's, if you're like witchy, burn some yeah. shit, do, do that kind of shit. Like you need mm-hmm. to like feel the sadness as it is and like let go of this idea that he's going to come back because I don't, I don't think he is. I think a full on not hearing from someone in months yeah. is a very, yeah. Yeah. Is a sign, you know. Yeah. And it sounds like he's very much in like finding himself mode and yes. you don't want to be the person who's mm-hmm. constantly on the receiving end of his whims of like, you know what, now I'm moving to Colorado to do this now or whatever the fuck, no. you know. Yeah, you don't want to be held hostage by all of that shit. With yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I think like someone who can be in such a long-term relationship with a person and then just fall off the face of the earth and not contact them like mm-hmm. and like have committed to moving to a place together and just leave you in the lurch like that you also don't you don't want to no. be with that person like that's no, not that. the way you should be treated um and I would say one thing that has helped me uh get over someone who I was just it was like years I wasn't able to let go of the like anger I had and the frustration I had with him um I actually saw a therapist who did this exercise with me that I, at first when she described it, I was like, this is, this is a little weird for me. This is a little woo woo, (laughs) but it was incredible. She had me bring a chair into the room, like a second chair so that, and and have them facing each other as if I'm like going to have a conversation with him. And then she led me in this guided meditation. um, And she had me just like talk to him. Um, and kind of share all the things that I was hurt by and was, was angered by, and then actually swap, swap seats and like respond as him and like have this Mm. this back and forth conversation. And before I did it, I was like, this is, I don't know if this is going to work. Like I already know what I would say to him. Nothing's new. But then once we started, I mean, there was so much at one point I was like, okay, I'm done. And then I paused for a second. I was like, another thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All this stuff came (laughs) out. And, and I think having someone else, like a third party, just to be able to witness like how hurt I actually was by that relationship was really helpful. And it helped me just like let go of, of those feelings in a way I had it for many years. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would say even like if you if you can like trying to see somebody if they're professional great but if it's like a friend just to talk through what you went through and process it uh, might be helpful. That's a great That's idea. Really I feel advice. like that yeah. is a good a good tool to use for a lot of situations. Yeah, I mean, I um, it we know it worked also really well for Clint Eastwood. Uh, yeah. Uh, chair, chair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love the idea of him like doing that in therapy with a real relationship, and he was like, "That's a great tool. I'm gonna take it to the RNC." Yeah. <laughs> well, there's like there's it's a great like, idea though. I love it. That quote of like something like people come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime, and it's like mm-hmm. oh. I th- I think that there's I as you get older, you kind of realize 
you know, those differences. And like, I think that mm-hmm. some relationships are there for like a season and they, it's kind of this thing that definitely impacts your life, but you kind of realize was just for a certain amount of time, you know? Yeah. And I think once I kind of learned that and which you don't know, you know, in the middle of it, what it's going to be sometimes. Yeah, of course. But you kind of are able to release that and let it go and understand that like that was for this time in my life and like that's it, you know. So I think Mm -hmm. that um, allowing yourself to kind of like, like Tess said, grieve it and understand that, you Mm -hmm. know, that was not a forever thing. That doesn't mean anything about you. You know, you're an incredible person and like, I mean, frankly, I'm very annoyed at this guy <laughs> but um yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean look look you're not good this is not the kind of guy you'll never buy a house with this guy no yeah <laughs> no 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 uh-uh. uh, exactly full stop and like you need to get to the next train station and like you're just stuck on this bench so you need to do whatever you need to do to get your ass back on the train but you're not going to be able to do that until you fully process this and like yeah once you can get through this shit I always like it's so like hard when someone's going through heartbreak because like you just want to tell them like you're gonna be down the road you're gonna look back at this and you're gonna see there was a reason for it and it all sounds like a fucking Hallmark card but like you are and like Mm -hmm. you deserve the person that's to come but you're not gonna get there until you put this behind you Mm -hmm. yeah I think the question now is because inevitably this motherfucker is gonna show up again Oh, yeah. He's going to reach out. He has family in Arizona. He's going to think, "Mm, I've got my, like, fuck buddy in Arizona to hit up. Oh, they can sense when you start fucking someone new. They can sense it. Exactly. He's going to roll up in his little Instagram van. Uh, Yes, he's going to roll up, you know, shopping. Yeah, like, making, being, like, offering to make you dinner in his fucking van on his camp stove or whatever the fuck. Come on, man. Babe, it's van life. It's van life. <laughs> that's what we wanted, right? Yeah. We so wanted. Like, what is what happened? What do then? I always say? You get that text, you picture that man pooping. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah, and like a real dehydrated shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I, he doesn't. Frankly, you know, he he he's not respected your time. You no, know, he hasn't. You don't have to no. give him your time. But like, you could. I would be try to be as strong as possible. During that moment, I understand if you have the impetus to hook up with them again. I mean, I've done it myself, but like, just know that you could get wrapped up in it again. And like, that's a big choice to make, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for you to get to the anger place. It feels like you're still in like the hurt place. I'm excited for you to get to anger because I think then that means you will have moved, moved away from this too. You know, print out a, a, print out a picture of a blank face write his name on it, and then just throw darts at it into a cactus uh, <laughs> in the beautiful Sonoran Desert of Arizona. <laughs> uh, so specific. Yeah. <laughs> Brady's very good at specific revenge. Yeah. Yes. Tiny, <laughs> tiny moments of just like, no, he's got, he got to go. Yeah, yeah. Well, and also, I mean, I don't know, like you're a therapist and, and it sounds like you have had like a good experience with psychedelics and things like that. Like maybe it's worth going to a shaman and like have that be your intention like do Mm -hmm. kind of like a psychedelic experience where like your intention is to go into this experience with the the hope of letting go of him yeah if that's something that's worked for you in the past maybe try that yeah yeah absolutely yeah good luck um it will pass yeah yeah Yeah. it will yeah listen to taylor swift (laughs) (laughs) yeah listen to some good breakup tunes yeah (laughs) 
Um, thank you so much, Sophie, for hanging out with us. This was so much oh, fun. Thank you, guys. I've had so much yeah. fun. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, let everybody know, you know, anything you want to shout out where they can follow you and your work and listen to the podcast and all that. Yeah. So you can follow me and my work at Scribbled by Sophie. It was like a, a username that I randomly made one day that has just stuck and I've tried <laughs> to get rid of it, but I can't. So anyway, <laughs> on all platforms, I'm at Scribbled by Sophie. And uh, also you can listen to Podcrush, which is the podcast that I'm a host on with Nava Cavalin and Penn Badgley. We talk about uh, middle school experiences and how they shape you as an adult. And we read listener submitted stories. So you could submit a story, could listen, um, and you can find that anywhere you get your podcasts. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, did I say it's called Podcrushed? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't think I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. Well, we will talk at you next week. Bye. <laughs> bye. 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 <laughs> three, two, three, six, but thirty. It's six, but thirty somewhere. I'm listening to the newest episode, and I'm at the part with letting your kids cuss, and I'm a parent of four, and I don't really care too much when my kids cuss, but my six-year-old got really pissed at me the other day and looked me straight in the eye and went, Jesus fucking Christ, and so I did have to reprimand her a little bit for that, but holy shit, it is so hard to not laugh your ass off every time these little kids say bad words because it's just so innocent coming out of their mouth. So I just thought I'd share. Thanks, ladies. Love you. Hi, friends. I'm listening to your adult, adult JTT episode. He was my middle school crush, too. Um, and I had to stop the podcast to call when the question of pet peeves about characters in movies and TV shows came up because I have been waiting my whole professional life to be asked this. I'm a museum curator, and there is nothing that makes my artsy-fartsy skin crawl quite like seeing one of the following two things happen on screen. One, a character strolling through a museum gallery or collections vault with a coffee or a water bottle in their hand. Ladies, this is never happening in real life. It's almost always a curator character doing this. And yes, we curators drink a lot of coffee at our desk, but we are not strolling through our galleries with it. Um, Number two, characters, usually curators or donors to the museum, having after-hours access to galleries and sneaking in their love interest to impress them with their key to the museum or whatever. Sorry to ruin the romantic charm of this idea, but it is laughable to imagine this would ever actually happen in real life. Um, and so I just feel so heard. Thank you so much for listening to my rant. I'm not usually this grumpy. Surprise the arts. Bye. Lady to Lady is produced by Katie Levine. Get tons of bonus content, discounted tickets for live shows, and lots more at patreon.com slash lady to lady. Follow us on Instagram at lady, the number two, lady comedy. And give your input on lady problems and get info about upcoming live shows. And hey, don't forget to follow our individual accounts on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Babs Gray, Brand Dazzle, and Testify Barker. Follow Lady to Lady on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, you can rate and review the show. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Lady to Lady merch.